Well, hello there. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it could potentially be the kind that bums you out the least. Unless it's the Friends reunion. Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. But now, teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is possibly lethal, definitely more frowned upon than... Uh, maybe doing cocaine at the Eurovision green room after you won. Uh, for, so for now, it is one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, maybe the great comebacks they've been keeping in a little moleskin notebook over isolation to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Punt It Emeritus. That title automatically gives a person's opinion on, let's say, the absolutely chiseled washboard abs of Elliot Page. More weight than a civilian's. Stakes is high. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our comics. Our first co-host, Dumb People Town, with the Sklar Brothers on Starburns Audio. We were going to mm-hmm. do it live in St. Louis last March. We were. But we didn't. Uh, <laughs> also, Pen Pals with Rory Scovell. It is our old pal, Daniel Van Kirk. Hello. Hi. Hello, Good to How see you. How are you? Good to see you. I know. I miss Your voice you, got, and I'm happy to see you. I miss you terribly. Your voice got bass this morning. Oh, yeah. We're, we're morning talking. We're morning talking today. It's a very mellow affair. Uh, What's happening? How are you? Well, I'm just, um, I'm I'm good. I'm busy. Okay. We are working on uh, an animated scripted show of Dumb People Town um, Uh for Amazon. So that's, yeah, it was interesting doing a writing room in a pandemic. Um, So we've been doing a lot of that. And then... uh, the podcast with Rory has been great, and I'm putting together my dates for my tour, which will start on August 11th in Chicago, Illinois. I think I think June 9th I'll be able to announce uh, at least half the dates, if not two thirds of them. Excellent! So, yeah. We love this. The world yeah. is coming back. I know, and some places are like, "Hey, we right now we can only have 30 people." I go, "I don't care. Fine, yeah, give me I, 30 people." I, yeah, I'll take 11 people on a Zoom. Give yeah. me 30 people in real life. Bring me 30 fucking people. <laughs> so, uh, what is your, like, have you done, have you gotten, how back to life are you, I guess is the question. Um, I'm pretty back. Uh, I was, um, I, I was fully vaxxed at the end of March. And so I was able to um, see my grandma for her 91st birthday. And I went and nice. did that. And they're all, everybody back home is fully vaxxed. Good. And then, yeah, I think we're kind of in this, I think, good limbo of like, it's got to, we didn't go into it all in one day. I mean, some huh? things kind of did. And we're not going to come out of it in one day. So, right. like, I feel pretty good. I, I, my my rule is like I, I wore a mask because the CDC said to wear a mask. And if the uh-huh. CDC then tells me, hey, if you're fully vaxxed and they're fully vaxxed and you are not going into like an underground nightclub at 3 a.m. with 400 uh-huh. other people, you can kind of hang out. So that's yeah. 
I'm doing that. I'm doing that. It's like a it's responsible fun, I guess, is it's kind of the not, level I'm at. Yeah, it's not that yeah. hard to figure out. Hey, no. Do you know about the vaccine speakeasy in Burbank? No. What is there this? There is one. It's called Risky Business. It's in the old, uh, the other door space in that weird stretch of Burbank Boulevard around the yeah. Mellon Clark Studios. Yes. And it's, uh, it is, you uh, you send in your vaccination records, you pay a membership fee, and then you go in and you can just not wear a mask and hang I out. I So yeah. I went and I bumped into people I knew and I hugged them. Oh, It was like great. the wildest fucking thing. What a good drug. It really <laughs> was. Yeah. It really was. It really is. Yeah. It's all good. I'll send you the info. Our second contestant hosts Allison Rosen is your new best friend and childish with friend of the show, Greg Fitzsimmons. It is our best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello. Can you send me that info too? Yes, absolutely. I live in Burbank. I didn't know about this. Uh, (laughs) Let me just say, when my competitor, Daniel Van Kirk, started talking, it was... Slow and bassy and very morningish, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I am gonna crush this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I am gonna be the pundit emeritus." But then, mm-hmm. as he was talking, he came to life a little mm-hmm. more, and he started uh-huh. listing all of the impressive things he was doing, and it made mm-hmm. me feel small. No. So I don't know where I stand as compared to him anymore. But boy, <laughs> I experienced a high high and then a low low. Yeah. Congratulations on all the stuff you're doing. Look at you. He's doing all kinds of stuff. You have to break him. You have to crush him, Alice. I have to. I have to because right now he's just riding a little too high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're going to take him down a peg today. That's a guarantee. Thank you. Um, How how back to life are you? Not that back to life. Um, I feel like it's it's happening more quickly than I expected. Uh, just in terms of like California potentially opening on the 15th. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, I work from home and it was not that hard for me to just kind of do everything from home. Mm -hmm. Um, So now that I'm starting to venture out a little more, I'm realizing how much, you know, like we we, we got tickets to Disneyland and it was awesome, but I didn't realize how uncomfortable it is to wear a mask all day in the heat. And I'm very mm-hmm. pro mask, except for when mm-hmm. it comes to myself in the heat. Yeah. Um, and you know, we I have two little kids, and so one of them has a a class, like an orientation class, kind of at his preschool that he's going to start in September. So I've been taking him to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I mentioned before we started that I did one in person podcast. I was a guest on someone's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about. I mean, it's real slow, but I but I feel more comfortable now. Uh, you know, re-emerging. So I think I'm going to pretty soon. Do it, Rosen. Do it. I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to go to this vaccine speakeasy place. Yeah. Well, I'll <laughs> meet you there. Now, you have met our players. It is now time to see who has the finer grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So, players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event of the last couple of weeks. Danny Van Kirk, we'll start with you. Okay. I don't think people were talking about this nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet being the new Willy Wonka. Wonka. I Timothy know. Chalamet Here's the thing. Wonka. I, and people were like so mad about this. Like people got yeah. upset about it. Why are we doing this? We don't need another one of these. But uh-huh. it's because people tend to assume things are bad. Right. Like, if it's great, it's going to be great. 
Like, there's no, right. I don't care at all. Like, all the only thing that bothers me about it is I don't think we need another origin story. Like, remember when they did the mm. Jim Carrey Grinch, and they spent yeah. two thirds of the movie talking about how he became the Grinch. I at some point, like around Y2K, like every story felt like it needed to tell like how we got here rather than like, no, yeah. they're just, this is them. So I'm yeah. not super interested at being an origin story. But if you want to give me like an early Willy Wonka and Timothy Chalamet is great, I'm down for it. To me, it just speaks to the idea that no one will buy an idea. Now it has to be right, you know, something IP. that is some pre-existing intellectual yes. property or whatever. And it's like, if you want to write something original, well, tough shit because you know we gotta <laughs> we gotta find out how you know Chewbacca became Chewbacca. So you don't have a problem with whatever. Timothy Chalamet playing Wonka in a vacuum. You have a problem with um, the fact that we can't create something new. Yeah, it just seems like it just seems like we're. Re, re, it's just the same. It's like Taco Bell. We got the f- same five ingredients, five ingredients. And we just kind of keep putting them in different around. orders and calling yes. it something new. Yes, um, that's making. But me it is a the same crazy. team that brought us Paddington too. So I have a lot of confidence okay. in it being okay. good. Yeah, like it okay. being it very be good. good. Can I ask you guys the room? Do you? He's putting it out to the room. Do you view the Oompa Loompas as like some sort of like? enslavement i think we have to imagine Loompa's happy partnership okay that's how i do too because yeah. people were saying like maybe it'll go dark and we'll figure out like why he enslaved this group of like people right but i don't want i don't want it to be dark i no. want it to be that they were like oh we really like this guy and things were going bad for us so everything's great yeah we just help him kill these kids they're very enthusiastic about candy and child murder i get it i find yes. them to be scary but i never thought that they were being held against their will and I have have any, have either one of you read the book? Ages no. and ages and ages. I now. have not. I have not read the book. Yeah, I know. but he is killing those kids. He, oh, absolutely slaughtering those kids, and they deserve it. Uh, okay, so uh, Wonka, is, Wonka uh, is Daniel a new Wonka. Our first ever new, or our third ever Wonka. yet old Wonka. Uh, Allison Rosen, what yeah. about you? Okay, so I don't know if you guys caught this. I feel that there's an aspect to the story. I'm going to tell you that not enough people are making a stink about or even talking about uh, Ellen DeGeneres. She announced that her show will be ending. Yes. What? Um, yes. Her show is going to be ending. Kelly Clarkson is going to take over her time slot. That's not the story, though. That's just the backdrop. Oh, I'm just okay. leading you guys in. So <laughs> in the midst of all this, the news came out that she and her lovely wife, Portia, purchased a 14-point-something million-dollar home in Montecito, right next door to Oprah. It's called Rancho San Leandro. It's got stables. It's got this. It's got this old. It's got a history, blah, blah, blah. It's got multiple compounds on the compound. Um, But this is not the first time she bought it. She originally purchased it. I forget the date. Like, I don't know. I want to say 2006 or something, and then sold it a couple years later for a profit to the guy who owns Tinder. And then now she's buying it back which is weird enough but this is not the first time she's done this there's another house and i'm forgetting where it is maybe somewhere la where she owned it sold it and then bought it back i am a very indecisive person like speaking of we were talking about restaurants Mm -hmm. earlier when i 
order at a restaurant the second they take my order and leave. I'm like, God damn it. I wanted something yeah. else. Um, and I feel like people just climb up my asshole all the time about being indecisive and da da da. But he, she's so indecisive that she can't even stick with selling a home. She has to buy it back. What is going What's on? What's going on with you, Ellen, in so many ways? <laughs> what is going uh, on? Exactly. Perhaps feels- not the greatest of which being her real estate double dipping. Mm. I get there's other stuff going on, but still, and this Rancho San Leandro place, she bought it for, okay, so she bought it for 7 million, let's say, sold it for 11 million, Mm -hmm. and then bought it back for 14.3 or something. So, like, like it's a terrible- That seems wasteful. Yes. Yeah. It's a terrible time to be buying property right now. So, Ellen, what are you doing? Ellen, Ellen, I mean- (laughs) Honestly, somebody needs to sit down and have a real talk with Ellen. Is it just the war? Is it like the wildest money laundering scheme? I think that might be it. What if she is like an Where international moving... super criminal? <laughs> oh my God. Moving money? Also, can I ask right. you guys? Yes. Wh- like, we're all climbing, like, we're all so close to buying $14 million places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you think if you get to $14 million place buying level, do you want that much? place i don't know that i i understand i'm not the one who has i will not be keeping up the grounds or the horses or Uh, the stables uh but even still i don't know that i ever want that much place no no am i just am i wild and everybody else is like no you don't understand why it's so great to have that much i i think i'm I'm done with land like i would buy land yeah like it speaks to megalomania doesn't it like you you become very successful um but it's it doesn't it doesn't fill the hole, so you just need more, more, more. Right. You got to get a bigger, bigger place. You, you got to get a big place and then just, sell the big place and then buy the fucking big place back for sorry twice for this as much random money. Reference, but do you uh, do you remember in the Great Outdoors when Dan Aykroyd's character is trying to get his lighter to turn on and he spent like eighty seven dollars on it and then John Candy's character is like turns his lighter on and he's like ninety cents at the gas station. Yeah. It's like, well, I just what I have to need works. So like if. Remember in, in Batman where he's Kim Basinger's like you come to this room often and he's like I don't, I don't think I've ever actually been in this yeah, room. Yeah, no. Like can't. What do you like if I'm Ellen's in front of like you ever go down to the state you ever and, and then no there's no way you hit all those things all the no. time. Like Right. I don't I don't know. I maybe I'm wild. I just hear 14 million I'm like buy four dope houses with a little bit of a nice yard. Yes. Yes. I don't. But listen, this is this is a know. woman who like she, shoots middle-aged ladies out of cannons you know what i mean like that's her that's and she her needs thing. space for yeah, that she's got to do it she kills old women for sport. yeah um she, those, i've never watched that show but it seems insane to me it, it it's weird i can i tell you i we should start the show eventually but let me just say Sorry. this very quickly i think now that ellen has been unmasked as a not particularly kind person in real life sure. and now that mm-hmm. Uh, she has she is leaving her show and feeling embattled and whatever. I I I do think we're about to see Dark Ellen in Ooh. in like real life. Like I think her next stand up a- thing is going to be fucking vicious. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Vicious, yes. right? Yeah, um, completely. Yeah, I think I, she's about to take a heel t- like a public heel turn in a way that's going to be fucking wild, and I can't wait to see it. No more, no more, Mrs. Nice no Guy, Ms. The- nice Guy. That'll yeah, be fun yeah. to watch. Um, do you have personal experience with her? I do not. No, I don't either. Do you, Dan? No. 
but uh, I'm trying to get a stable job on that estate. So I'll let you know. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Wonka versus Rancho. Those are your buzzing words. Keep them at the ready as we move forward. Let's start this goddamn show with a game we're calling Preboot. Dan, you may have a natural advantage here. Allison, take him down. As we are recording this, we are on the, on the brink of Cruella. Uh, the movie that asks, what if that lady who literally wanted to kill 101 dogs and skin them, uh, what, what if she was young? Uh, likewise, <laughs> this week, the uh, Warner Brothers announced, as you so astutely pointed out, Dan, that Timothy Chalamet is uh, taking a paycheck shaped like Willy Wonka. Uh, so in honor-ish of those movies and Hollywood's obsession with consistently making mm-hmm. the terrible choice of prequelizing anything, despite... It rarely ever working. Uh, This round is very simple. We're going to give you a series of movie names. You just buzz in and tell us if it is a real prequel or one our writers made up. You got it? Yeah. You got it. We're going to start off with an easy one. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Rancho. Yes. Allison. Real. That is real. That movie, I didn't realize this is set before the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I never knew. Yeah, it's a prequel. Uh Uh-huh. Saw it in the theater. Loved it. I was very young. Uh, it was number scary. two, it was scary. Somebody gets his heart pulled out. <laughs> yeah, and the food that they eat. The Remember food, that scene? yes, terrifying. Okay. Uh, number two, Red Queen of Wonderland. Wonka. Yes, Daniel. Fake. That is fake. You're good. Uh, Valjean and the Bready Window. Rancho. Wonka. Yeah, Allison. That's fake. That is fake. There's no official prequel to Les Mis unless you count. All of French history. Uh, number three. Uh, uh, Psycho, the beginnings. Wonka. Yes. I will say real. That was real. It is the fourth yeah. in the original Psycho series. Uh, Oz, the great and powerful. Uh, Rancho. Wonka. Uh, Allison. Psycho. Uh-oh. Real. It is real. It's 2013 prequel to The Wizard of Oz. We still do not have a wicked movie. Uh, Karate Kid, the myth of Miyagi. Wonka. Yes, Dan. That is fake. That is fake, but it's only a matter of time. Uh, Casper, a spirited beginning. Rancho. Wonka. Allison. Real. That is real. That is a 1997 TV prequel to the 1995 film, which begins- Was Devin Sawyer in it? I I don't know. Uh, but it begins with okay. Casper on the train of the dead just after he has died. <gasps> Whoa. On the train of the dead. When you die, you get on a train. How did he die? Whoa. I don't know. I didn't see this movie. That, do they ever reveal how Casper died? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Uh, Cruel Intentions 2. Wonka. Yes, Dan. Uh, real. That is real. It was originally filmed as a pilot for a Cruel Intentions prequel, prequel TV series. However, it was released as a film. Uh, and finally, I know what you'll do next summer. Wonka. Yes, Dan. Fake. That's fake. Yes, very good. Well done. Uh, for a bonus point, Thanks. pitch me the best worst idea for a reboot that you possibly can in just a few sentences. We're on an elevator, so give me the elevator pitch. Okay, here's mine. Ready? Yes, Dan. It's called Will You Stand By Me? Mm. And it's just about how John Cusack's character died and uh, the fact that he was started thinking about girls and his head was all over the place, so he wasn't ready to be prepared for the big game, but he had to get these art supplies and, uh, uh, like, uh, no, not art supplies. He had to get, um, like, uh, 
a writing sketch, uh, like notebook to his brother who he believed in because he felt like his parents weren't, uh, like nurturing his interest as much as his own. It's really sad getting into the character's motivations here. That's that's a very yeah. detailed elevator pitch. Sure, two points to Thanks. you. Allison, you got it? Thanks. Okay, so it's called Schindler's List, Young Hitler. Mm. And it's just what led up to World War II. It really gets into the mind of a young Hitler. We watch as he you know, works on his art, develops a love of dogs, is a little sociopathic, but mm. borderline, you know, and uh, really just it's Hitler like you've never seen him before. Mm. Okay. I actually do want to see this now. Yeah. I, feel like <laughs> I missed, I missed, I, I messed up the assignment, but yeah, that's what it is. Wow. It's, um, yeah. Three points to you for that one. Let's recap those scores, Christian Duenas. Like Katie Porter, he is scribbling furiously away on that whiteboard. <laughs> He's going to deliver some devastating news. Yeah. <gasps> Rancho, Ooh. you are ahead. By one, nice. seven to six. By one. Let's move into our next round. Daniel, I'm crushing you. <laughs> I hope you can handle it. So far. I can't. So far. I'm trying to so smile far. through it. Who, and who knows, honestly, the oh, humiliation, yeah, who game. knows what kind of villain origin story we're witnessing right now with Dan Van Kirk. Sure. He could turn evil after it, it this. We don't know. No. Okay. Our next round. This is, this is an experiment. Let's see how this goes. It's called slow-mo trivia. In this round, mm-hmm. the answers are very easy, but answering will be quite difficult. You will uh, both probably know the answer, but the winner will be the person who gives the answer the slowest without taking a breath. No buzzers for this round. You will both start at the same time, so you should probably breathe freely now So while just I'm asking Just so question. I make sure I understand, basically this is like a breathing contest. Uh, well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> like who can go the longest without taking a breath while talking? Yes. Okay. So... All right, get your get your lungs ready. Get your lungs and your mouths ready. When it is time to give the answer, I will say go. Got it? Okay. You got it. Okay, yeah. number one. What does the term POTUS stand for? Go. President of the United States. I can't tell. Oh my God, did I get beat? I don't know. There's all sorts of breathing going on. I can't prove no, it, I but I breathe. feel like there is. I swear I didn't breathe. Neither did Allison. I trust her. I mean, I definitely beat her, but she did not breathe. I didn't breathe. Well, no, definitely, Allison, you did not. Dan, I can't <laughs> tell. I did not. You did. I just, swear. You became inaudible Bread. in the middle of a word. It was so sad. some vocal fry. I yeah. went so slow. I tried my best. Wow. You know what I think we're going to need? You know what? how uh, industrial air conditioners will put like little streamers on them so you can know when they're <laughs> yes. on? We need you to attach that's a streamer to your mouth. That's and your nose, what we Dan. need. That's what we oh, need. Oh, that's rich. That's well, good. Allison really delivered. Dan, I don't know about. So I have to give the point to what Allison. What are you? Oh, I think I did. went so slow you couldn't handle it. Okay. <laughs> I almost feel guilty. I feel guilty with how well I'm doing in comparison yeah, to this guy. We all do. Uh, number two, in the Disney movie, Mary Poppins, there is a song about a made up word mm-hmm. 
It begins with the real world word super. What is that word? Go. Califragilistic. I forgot the word. Allison, there's so much more of that word. I also just <laughs> forgot it. Did you really? 100%. Wait, there's more to that word? Yes! Oh my god! Oh, duh! I forgot the the, the surname of the word. Expialidocious. Yes! God damn it. I no forgot. No points to either of you. Oh I'm my god. appalled. Did, did, Dan, did you I've even still, do it? I still forgot it. I've still oh. forgotten it. It's completely you started with the, blank. Allison mind. just began with the califragilistic, which we didn't ask well, you to do. Right. Well, you said it starts with super, so I thought we were supposed yeah. to pick up where you had stopped. Well, that was a real mental leap that I didn't ask you to take. <laughs> uh, over, I got to tell my therapist I'm overperforming once you more. You are overperforming this morning. Yeah. Can you just say the word? I've still blanked on it. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, I don't know why. I've, I've known that song my whole life almost. Yeah. Well, you know, this is sometimes you freeze up. When the pressure's high, I, did. I get it. The pressure, it, yeah. It, it I know, and it's not helping the way I'm like talking smack and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is hurting my heart. All right, so. finally, what is the name of the pop star who used to perform with Sonny Bono and has released the songs Believe, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, If I Could Turn Back Time? Mm-hmm. Uh, go. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, we had to start again because oh, I took a breath god after he said it. go. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, then you I... forfeit. Okay, fine. Jesus. Uh, Daniel, who was it? Cher. Very good. Very good. Two points to you. I felt meditative at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very Christian. Those scores, please. The end of round two. Oh my God. Oh my God, we're tied. tied. Oh dear God in heaven. Oh wait, Wait, no, no, we're not. No, it isn't. Okay. Oh, hey, uh, that hey, was a uh, dramatic. Christian, I'm I'm docking Allison a point. Because I, don't know I why. breathed? Because you breathed. Because you breathed. This feels oh. really unfair. Oh, my oh God, my you guys, God, it's a tie. Tied. You guys, it's a tie. <laughs> it's a, this this is a roller coaster. Really I'm not the one who cheated and did. I'm the one. I'm so honest, it has I bit me in cheated. the ass. Mm, I don't want to hear it. Dan's the one who was fucking huffing up a storm. Can we swear I on this show because Absolutely. I have been swearing nonstop? Okay, great. Yes, of course. That's bullshit. We should not be able to swear. Look, <laughs> all right. Listen, it's a tie. Hey, wait, Seven apiece. Can I apiece. ask you guys an LA? Can I ask an LA question? Yes, please. Everybody drives that part of the PCH through Malibu and says Cher used to live there, right? Everybody yes, does of course. that. It's all I can okay, think about. Okay, all right. Yeah. Every time I go by it, and then you always tell people like everyone else doesn't already know. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, it's the one. It's the one thing everybody knows about Malibu. <laughs> uh, okay, we're uh, tied at seven apiece. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna breathe. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get the get the goofies out. We're gonna we're gonna shake it off, and we're gonna be right back with more troubled waters after this break. It's twenty twenty one. We're talking about our mental health, and that is a good thing. We should talk about this stuff openly. It's good for you, and that is why we are excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, live chat sessions. They will match you with a therapist in under 48 hours, and it's very easy to change therapists if you need to. And remember, you do not need 
to have lived through a traumatic event to benefit from therapy, even though we have all just lived through a traumatic event. Maybe you're feeling anxious or depressed. Maybe your stress feels like it's too much to manage. Get yourself some tools to cope and make your life just a little bit easier. I uh, I am in therapy and I am uh, alive because of it. That is not an exaggeration. Uh, BetterHelp is much more affordable than in-person therapy, but it can be just as effective. So see if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Troubled Waters. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash troubledwaters. That is betterhelp.com slash troubledwaters. The Beef and Dairy Network is a multi-award-winning comedy podcast here on Maximum Fun, and I would recommend you listen to it. But don't just take it from me. What do the listeners have to say? Would I recommend Beef and Dairy Network podcasts? Um, no, I don't think I would. Right, let me be very clear about this. Under no circumstances would I recommend this to anyone other than that. No, absolutely not. No, I couldn't. I feel quite sick thinking about the things I've heard. Please stop calling me. Please leave me alone. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, available at MaximumFun.org and at all good and some bad podcast platforms. Literally, just leave me alone. Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us, Dan Van Kirk, Alison Rosen. Our next round is called On Top of the Covers. It is the round that asks, are you on top of the covers? I have Mm. eight boxes arrayed in front of me, as you can plainly Mm. see. Uh, Numbered one to eight. In each box is a song. Four of the songs are originals. The other four are covers. You will take it in turn to open two boxes at a time. If you match a song with its cover, you get two points. If you do not, you don't get anything. Uh, Okay. It's like reminiscing in a casino. This round tests your memory and your luck. Got it? Okay. Okay. Uh, Allison. Yes. Because I've been giving you a very hard time. I feel Uh, persecuted. Give me me two numbers between uh, one and eight. Four and five. Let's listen to four. How does a bastard orphan son of a whore and a Scotsman drop in the middle of a forgotten Okay. That is obviously the original version of Alexander Hamilton by Rudolph. Allen. There was few originals. Uh, and five. I wanted to change the world, but I could not even change my underwear. Okay. That, uh, of course, was the beautiful song that everybody knows and everybody hums and everybody loves, Queen of Denmark by John Grant. So no match for you and no points. Mm. Daniel? Um, and let's do it like one go, at a time. So just do, okay, I'll do, uh, I'll do one. One. Let's hear it. I hurt myself today. Oh, I knew this was going to be yeah. on here. Hate it. So grim. Uh, and your second choice. I am going to go, if I was Johnny Cash, where would I be? Mm. I would be number eight. Mm. Let's hear it. How does it best? Damn it. That was uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda covering Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. No match for you, Allison. picked him. So given that I know an ans- a match now, do I just say the two? You can just say the two if you like. Eight and four. Eight and four. That's great. I would not, I would love to not hear Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> He's a very nice man. Mm-hmm. But no, thank you. 
No, thank you. Mm. Do you ever okay. have you ever been in a place where somebody fucking does a Weird Al song at karaoke? That's not a good choice. Yes. I don't I enjoy karaoke ever. And I know really? that it makes me seem like an unfun person or something. I yeah, just really don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. Uh, ben is the same way. My partner is a musician mm-hmm. and he cannot fucking stand karaoke. And I'm like, uh, you're no fun. But then I realize, like, do I want to go to a, like a comedy open mic? No, I do not. <laughs> right. It's the same kind of thing. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Exactly. Um, here's my karaoke story. I'm sure I've said it on this show before, but I'm just going to say it again. This goes back probably 15 years. I was I was so new in LA, I was hanging out at Barney's Beanery a lot. And uh, and I was go. at Barney's Beanery, and it was karaoke night, and somebody did lightning crashes from live. And I was like, who the fuck would do lightning crashes from live at karaoke? And I turned around, and it was the guy from live. Ed. Shut up. Yes. Ed. Ed whatever Kowalczyk. his name is. It was Ed yeah. Kowalczyk singing his wow. own song at karaoke at Barney's Beanery. Couldn't believe it. Uh, two points to you, Allison Rosen. Dan, back to you. Okay. I will go three. Let's hear it. I hurt myself today. today. Also, it's very sad. It makes me very sad. It is. Uh, and your second is. choice, so, please. Uh, number one. Number one. Okay. Don't want to hear it again. Right. Fair enough. Uh, two points to you, Allison. Two numbers, two. please. Number two. two, please. Let's hear it. I wanted to change the world, but I could not even change my underwear. Okay, I mean, just, you know, from the very beginning, you know that it is the worldwide uh, smash hit Queen of Denmark, uh, covered by Sinead O'Connor. Mm. And my second guess is five. Five is correct, yes! Queen of Denmark. I don't know this Grant, song. Two points to you. I don't either. And I know everything. I don't either. Yeah. That's your thing, knowing That's everything. That's my Especially thing. that music. Yes. <laughs> uh, Daniel. Dave, I asked, I do a trivia game uh, like show and mm-hmm. I, I asked a couple very hard music questions and mm-hmm. people were like, you know, stumped by them. And I just kept thinking of you every time. I was like, well, Dave would have no problem with these, I, tri- with these hard trivia I questions. I don't know whether that's true. Can you tell me one Dave, of them? I can tell you one right now. Please. What pop iconic pop star had a role in 1985's Vision Vision Quest and also had the number one single released off of that soundtrack? Madonna, Jesus Christ, Daniel. <laughs> and the song? Uh, well, crazy for you. Yeah. Although Gambler sir. was the first single. It was. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew. I, I knew you knew. Universally okay. forgotten song, Gambler. By Madonna. Okay, uh, two. Uh, there are really only two left, but let's hear them. I'll go six, and then I will inevitably go. choose seven. Uh, okay, let's hear six. I saw her dancing there by the record machine. Yep, that is the original, original <laughs> I Love Rock and Roll by The Arrows. Mm-hmm. And number seven. What if it had been seven. crazy for you? Say what? What if it had been crazy for you? Wouldn't that just we'd like oh, each other? Oh God! Like I that, mean, I know, I know. That would just be a COVID. A There's probably a cover. Uh, number seven. We didn't. We didn't need that cover from Ooh, Britney is that Spears. Jessica Simpson. But that was Britney Spears mm-hmm. with a cover of the Arrows. Mm-hmm. I love rock and roll. Uh, all right, at the end of that round, uh, the scores are: Wonka's got oh twelve, Rancho's God. got nine. He has pulled ahead, Allison. I don't know. I don't know how you have lost the eye of the tiger, but you better get that shit back. Is We're it possible still? I think it is. Okay, good. Yes. 
Um, So pull it together. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. (laughs) In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Dan Van Kirk and Allison Rosen are our contestants. It is, I mean, honestly, it is so personal and vicious and high stakes that I think I'm going to have a heart attack. It's heavy. You think heavy you're going to have a heart attack? Yes, Imagine I do. Imagine me. This is like in a movie when this is, look, I don't know classic film structure, but okay. the point, like three quarters of the way through where our hero is down on her luck. That's me. And I'm going to pull ahead though. <laughs> okay. I believe you. I think. I hope. Well, we'll see. I believe in you. There's only one way to find out, and it is with our next game, which is called Also Not Vonnegut. Now, you may be familiar with Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. It's a spoken word track from Boz Lerman based on an essay written by a Chicago columnist named Mary Schmick uh, that -hmm. has been erroneously attributed to Kurt Vonnegut over the years. Um, Let's hear a a little snippet of this random advice jam. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. And that was the part of the song that I hated the most. It was like, so... Living in New York City doesn't make you hard. Living in fucking California doesn't make you soft. Knock it off. Knock it off. Mm -mm. When the first time I ever read that, I was like, oh, this is wise. But hearing it now, I just thought, um, this is stupid and corny. This is stupid and corny, and it's all shit that would be, you know, painted on, like, driftwood and sold on Etsy. (laughs) Right. You know? for sure. Uh, Don't love it. Uh, Okay, so that song was later parodied by Chris Rock with No Sex in the Champagne Room. Who could forget? Uh, Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to have you do yet another version of it. This is going to be a cooperative game. We're going to put on some nice lo-fi beats to riff to. They'll add that in post. And we'll go back and forth building a new list of banal advice to the graduating class of 2021 line by line. It can be something as simple as floss or something as complicated as don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Uh, I will score points based on a variety of factors, humor, poignancy, variety, because it's a cooperative game, how well you set up the other player, how well you build off of your opponent's setups, um, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, I'm convinced. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, as, as chancellor of Troubled Waters University, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary students of the class of 2021, I give you Dan Van Kirk and Allison Rosen, your commencement speakers. Make your bed 
right away with Jordan Peterson. Allison? And <laughs> do hospital corners. You don't have to be in a hospital, but it'll keep the sheets tucked in firmly. And you want that. Never whistle to anyone other than yourself. Unless you're a dwarf and you're working. <laughs> Listen to the advice of old people, unless they're racist. Use an oven mitt. Know how to change a tire, but make enough money to get someone else to do it. When zooming during a global pandemic, Ooh, it's very specific. enable enhance appearance. You never have to sing at karaoke, but you can always leave the bar. Unless you've had too much to drink, in which case, hey, call a lift. Live in Chicago once, but leave before it makes you fat. Live in L.A. once and stay until you get skinny. Live in Minnesota, but leave before winter. That just kind of sounds like an extended vacation, though. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) or get a really warm jacket. Um, I mean, honestly, Allison, you did great work throughout. You got a lot of setups. You did the layup. That's basketball. Um, Mm. Seven points to you. Uh, Dan Van Kirk, you actually made me think a couple of times. 11 points to you. Let's (laughs) recap those scores. It's going to be tight, guys. It's going to be real tight. 23 to Wonka. 16 to Rancho Cucamonga or whatever Ellen's house is. San Leandro. San Leandro. Same thing. Uh, congratulations to Ellen, but most of all, congratulations to Dan Van Kirk, our winner this week. Allison, listen, you put up a good fight. I think you gave him something to think about. I think he'll be a little bit less cocky today. I really do. I am going to be a sore loser, and I just want to say I think this is bullshit. Okay, well, we also I think <laughs> I'm being treated unfairly. I think maybe this one was fixed ahead of time, and I, I don't like it one bit. It's rotten. No. No. I'm Can I say this is why Allison is your new best friend? Because a best friend always tells you how they feel. Hundred <laughs> percent right. true. 100% percent true. That's Whether right. you want to hear no it or artifice. not. Sure. Yeah. No artifice here. Nope. Not no. today. Oh, good game. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, Dan, congratulations. It is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on, and then to offset the ego karma, tell us something someone else made uh, that you want the world to know about. Dan Van Kirk, pick a project of your own because we don't have all day. <laughs> Um, I would just like to, everybody to just uh, go to danielvankirk.com. You can see uh, all the dates of things I have going on. And the one thing I know that the tour and all that stuff is coming, but um, every month I do these bingo shows and um, you win real prizes and we play bingo. And Dave, I think you even called numbers once. I think for I did. It. That feels and, right. And um, we also raise money for no-kill animal shelters, big brothers, big sisters, and food banks in the area. So if somebody wins bingo, they can choose one of those organizations to help out. And mm-hmm. then I do a trivia night thing as well. Uh, and it's, it's a league, and it's fun, and it gives people something to do. And all that stuff's at danielvankirk.com. And it's just good mm-hmm. times, good hangs, good vibes. The Make thing that I will promote for somebody place. else is my dear yes. friend, Rory Scovel is uh, playing Rose Byrne's husband in the new Apple Plus show, Physical, 
which debuts, I think it premieres the 17th of June, if I had to guess. Maybe it's the 18th. Awesome. It's right there, though, that, that 17th or 18th of June. I'm sure as we get closer, a lot of people will hear a lot more about it than just me plugging it. But he worked his ass off on it. It's been a hard year for all of us, and I'm super proud of him. And I hope people watch that show because it's right. also great. Love yeah, Love it. Yeah. Thank you. Allison Rosen. Yeah. Back yeah. to you. Um, Thank you. Please just check out my podcast. I'm I'm less of a sore loser on them. Mm. Um, Allison Rosen is your new best friend and childish. And Allison Rosen is your new best friend comes out twice a week. Monday is a one-on-one interview. And Thursday is a fun group show. Uh, and I would love if you would check them out. And also I'm on Patreon and I'm ca- on Cameo, AllisonRosen.com for all of that stuff. Um, I am going to give a plug to... Uh, do you guys know Sarah Schaefer? Sure Median do. Sarah Schaefer. Yes. She wrote a book called Grand, and I was just thinking about it last night. It was so. Oh, there it is. There's her book on my bookshelf. Uh, have you on read it? Desk. It's so. It's excellent. It was so well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. She's I just. Uh, so I, I recommend that book. Well done. Mm. Uh, uh, I am Dave Holmes. You can get my book wherever books are sold. Party of one. It's the best book that's ever been written. Uh, and I would like to plug uh, Twitch. Um, I'm watching so much good shit on Twitch right now. There's a thing called Museum of Home Video that once a week does uh, these broadcasts of like just crazy shit that they found on videotape and digitized. and Or they'll take like a really wild or terrible movie and cut it way down to like 20 minutes so you see all the best parts. Um, they do a thing called Music Video Drum on Friday nights where they play wild old concerts and music videos. It's great. Um, yeah, Museum of Home Video on Twitch. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dan Van Kirk, Allison Rosen, thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. And we'll see you all next time on Troubled Waters. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Dan Van Kirk. Make a noise. Hello. Yeah, Allison Rosen. Yes, our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. They are whooping at home. You can't hear them, but thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas. That sounded like a ghost. And Laura Swisher. And we all love you. Okay, bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.